Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Good afternoon. Welcome in once again. Jimmy B and TC on the air with you here on a Wednesday as we'll take you up until 3 o'clock this afternoon. Jimmy B on the road. He will check in later on today. So for the next three hours, for the most part, you're going to be talking with me. A lot of Hawkeye and Cyclone talk today as we start to gear up towards football season. Both the Capital City League and the Primetime League in the rearview mirror. We'll talk some uh, talk some basketball later on here in the show today. Football at the forefront. We got baseball going on. Of course, the trade deadline right around the corner. We will get into that later on in the show as well. You can join me always here at 515-264-1700. Again, 515-264-1700. Dial it up. Anything on your mind as we get ready for the football season, baseball, and what should the Cubs do? You know, it's a conversation piece that we've hit on a lot here over the last oh month, month and a half because of the struggles we saw out of the team in the first half, the way they came back now in the second half after the All-Star break with the hot start, the move of Quintana, are they done? Some uh, news coming out about that we will get to later. Always moving pieces in baseball. And, you know, the most fun and intriguing part about as you keep an eye on what the Cubs are going to do is – what Theo and Jed seemingly always put together and their vision for the team, understanding that this is not an aging veteran team. You know, when Theo Epstein was in Boston, he had that a couple of times. He had teams that, you know, were getting up there in age. You look at some of the pieces, you knew that the window, you know, the window for a championship, the opportunity to win it was closing pretty quickly. That's not the case in Chicago. So it's, it's a very fun dichotomy, a balancing act, if you will, for the Cubs front office about what to do. Looking at the here and now, understanding hey, this team still is the most talented team in the National League Central. It isn't even close. And the gap between them and the Dodgers, the gap between them and the Nationals, probably isn't as large as it looks like right now when you just look at the standings and you look at the win-loss record of both of these teams. In terms of pure talent, I don't think the gap is that big. We've seen the starting rotation start to turn it around. You know, John Lester is historically a very slow starter. Actually got off to a decent start this year back in the month of April. Then went through a lull. Now is he on his way back? Now, Quintana, we've talked about him. Now, the difference between his numbers and, and the inflated numbers that we saw before he was traded from the White Sox to the Cubs, a big part of that was the small sample size and just really a couple of home runs, and you look at the home run numbers, a couple of kind of fluky home runs, home runs that normally wouldn't be home runs in most parks, just happened to be pitching in a park that had a short fence, and balls went over. And you go through and you look at the way that the team is built and what they can do going forward, is it another starter? Is that the difference between this team 
closing that gap and the Nationals? Is it another bullpen arm? Is it something as simple as, hey, let's get a backup catcher. Let's give Wilson Contreras a little bit more time off because he's not only now the full-time catcher, but they still continue to keep him out there doing different things, playing in the field, playing in the outfield, putting him at different positions. you got to find a way to slow things down. Even as a young guy, you don't want them kind of on their last legs by the time that they get to October. I'm still the belief that this team is talented enough to not worry, oh boy, we have no shot against the Dodgers. We have no shot against the Nationals because the other piece, it's baseball. And in baseball, and we've seen this now over the last couple of decades, with the expansion of the playoffs, just get in. Get in and you're going to be in good shape. Baseball over the course of 162 is completely different than what you have in playoff baseball. And you just go back to last season. Last year when the playoffs began, nobody was giving Cleveland any shot at winning their divisional series. They did. Nobody gave them a shot to win the ALCS. They did. Most people weren't giving them a shot against the Cubs coming to the World Series, short of, unless you believe in curses, you were going with the Cubs when people were making their pick and they were a couple plays away from winning the World Series. Get in. Kansas City, the first year, making the run to the World Series. The next year, they get it done. The team they played in that first World Series was the Giants. Two teams that came in as wildcard teams. Remember Kansas City that year in that game against Oakland in the one-game playoff, the wildcard game? That was one that was looking like this is going to be an easy Oakland victory. But Kansas City kept coming back. That great bullpen kept them in the game. They chipped away, came back, and got the victory against the A's. You never know. That's what I'm getting to. So as you balance what you want to see, realizing that there is still a long time with Rizzo over at first base and Bryant at third and the other big pieces of this team going forward, those guys are going to be the core for a long time. It's about supplementing those guys, helping them out, bringing in the right pieces, building with the offense, and then bringing in the pitching. That's something that this front office has really looked to do. We're going to draft, we're going to develop our hitters, and we're going to go out and we're going to find some pitching to go along with it. What else can be done? More baseball talk coming up later on the show today. We also put a cap on Big Ten Media Days as Rob Howe is going to be us be here from HawkeyeNation.com. He'll come at about 1225 and talk with us uh, about what he saw over in Chicago, the Hawkeye expectations. And just want to run through here just a couple of, of thoughts on the Big Ten that, that I'm developing as read through all the magazines, read everything coming out of media day. You know how it's done. You, you know how we do it here is it's about trying to be informative while also giving you a little nugget of information and helping you out. Starting with the Big Ten West. Last season, everybody looked at the Wisconsin Badgers and said, with that schedule, the opener against LSU and Lambeau, oh, they're not winning that game, and on and on, and what they had with the crossovers in Ohio State, that they weren't going to be able to win the division. And a lot of people thought maybe Iowa was going to be that team, perhaps it would be Nebraska, whatever it was, but because of the schedule, Wisconsin wouldn't win the division. This year, everybody is handing the division to Wisconsin because of the schedule. It's wild. Yes, they don't have the crossovers that Iowa has this year. The schedule sets up very easily. You know who else has a pretty easy schedule? Is Minnesota. 
you have to go deeper than just that. I understand the Badgers have had a lot of success lately. Since the Big Ten split into two divisions, started with the leaders and the legends, now the West and the East. And since that's happened, they've won their division four of the six years. There's been plenty of success. But the losses that they had from a year ago, losing Watt, losing that linebacker core that they had, plenty of good athletes still there, a solid offensive line. I still worry about what Paul Chris is going to be able to do, the sustainability of this program. I think they're closer to a team that's still going to be good. I'm not here trying to tell you that Wisconsin is going to be 6-6 six and six this year. They're still going to be a 9-win team. But I don't see them as the runaway threat that most everybody else does in the Big Ten West. I like Northwestern. I like this Wildcat team. Now, one thing that we've seen out of Northwestern under Pat Fitzgerald, and as he has built this program to be able to get past the dips that we saw in the past, get past what we saw where they'd have a jump up and then it'd be a fall back to earth. He started to level things out with that program as a whole. But when there's been expectations, and there are expectations for Northwestern this year, he's fallen flat at that. This is the time now, kind of put up or shut up time for Pat Fitzgerald. If he's going to raise this program up another level, this is the year to do it. Clayton Thorson, the development that he had, some people say that was all Austin Carr. Wide receiver that came out of, last, out of nowhere last year, had huge numbers. He was the guy. I don't believe that. I believe that it was Clayton Thorson really improving as a quarterback. You go back to his redshirt freshman year, he was awful. He was a bad quarterback. And the jump that he made his sophomore year, I think there's still another jump that he's going to have this year. He's going to have a big season. I really like this Northwestern team. Then from there, the two teams that hover around, both Iowa and Nebraska. Two teams that, in a way, are kind of similar coming in. They're not having the big expectations. But Nebraska... This is a time where Mike Riley mentioned Pat Fitzgerald put up or shut up. It's even bigger for him. You have an aging coach, a guy that most everybody looked at and said, why is Nebraska bringing this guy in? Why do you get rid of Bo Pelini to bring in Mike Riley? Year number one, lucked out because they weren't bowl eligible in terms of wins losses, but there weren't enough bowl eligible teams, so at 5-7 and seven, they got to a bowl game. Last year, a step forward, but still throttled by Iowa. Lose that game 40-10. to Lose badly in the bowl game to Tennessee in a game that certainly wasn't as close as the final score indicated. Now what's next? What's next for this squad and for this program? And the other part, and I mentioned this the other day, is what's going to happen with Scott Frost? A favored son for Nebraska. If he, after year number one, made big improvements in Central Florida. They went from a team that was 0-12. He won five games in year number one. Now if he goes and wins another seven, eight games, you see this guy with the pedigree, the Nebraska background, knows the team, knows the program, played there in an offensive coordinator that was at places like Oregon. He's been all over the place. He's done good things. Now he's doing it as a head coach. If that's happening... Do you give Mike Riley another year, or is it time to call back Scott Frost? I think it's going to be the latter, unless it is a big breakthrough season for Mike Riley in Nebraska. And to Iowa. 
And for Iowa this year, I've said before, I believe this Hawkeye squad has such a wide range of what they can be, what they're going to be this season. You come up to me and say, hey, Trent, I think this team is going to be 4-8. and eight. You lay out a couple of things, I'll buy it. Now, you come back the other way and you say this team's going to be 9-3, and three, I could buy that too. you got to have some pretty good arguments, but on both sides, I can absolutely buy it. On the negative side, new offensive coordinator, new offensive system, new passing game, a wide receiver crew that, at best, is mediocre. Matt Vandenberg, a fine wide receiver. He's also coming off of two broken foot injuries. Two. That's not good. Breaks the bone in the same spot for a second time after he's coming back. That's scary. Not because of contact, because of cuts. That's a woe. Number two, on the negative side of things, you don't know who the quarterback's going to be. The quarterback played last year with C.J. Beathard, who was a third-round draft pick, was bad. Now, you're going to bring in a guy with no experience, little experience, be it Nathan Stanley, be it Tyler Wiegers, whoever it turns out to be, these guys are not experienced. And they're going to be working with the wide receiver group that, as we just mentioned, frankly isn't very good, at least as we see it right now. The running game looks great. But when you don't have blockers, when you don't have enough guys to block the defense, there's not a whole lot you can do. I can go down that road. Also, the last time they changed coordinators. Remember what happened that year? They took a fine quarterback in James Vandenberg and absolutely ruined him. A guy that threw 27 touchdowns his junior year, and he throws nine as a senior. Well, now you're going through another transformation. How difficult is that going to be? Still to be seen. Akram Wadley, stud. Butler, coming in as a grad transfer, looks good. I buy all that. But that alone does not make you a great offensive team. And you still have questions defensively. Is Cedric Lattimore ready to be a defensive tackle over the course of a full season, being a full-time starter? Is Nathan Budget a back? If these guys can't answer those questions, now inside, you're looking at some young guys, you're looking for guys that haven't been able to stay healthy, somebody like a Brady Reef, cornerback, yeah, they've had guys that are experienced, but you just lost Desmond King. You just lost an All-American. You don't think there's going to be a step back there? Yeah, there usually is. To expect that to just be a smooth transition might have something else coming. And then at the safety spot, Miles Taylor last year lost his job. Your other starter, Brandon Snyder, he's hurt right now. He's out with an ACL. You're looking at new spots there. There are plenty of negatives. And you stack all those up and say, this team's only going to win three, four, five games. I can see it. And maybe most importantly, you have road games this year at Iowa State, at Michigan State, at Northwestern, at Wisconsin, at Nebraska. Of those five games, what do you feel most confident with? It'd probably be Iowa State. I don't know how confident you can be about that one. You know that team's going to be ready to go after last year and the embarrassment that they had in Kinnick Stadium. That's going to be a team ready to play right away. Matt Campbell is going to be looking to put a stamp on this one in his second year and the first one that he gets in the Seahawks game in Jack Trike Stadium. Michigan State, I think they're going to take a step forward. I already told you about Northwestern. Wisconsin, Nebraska, those are five games that are all very losable. And that doesn't even include home games with Penn State, with Ohio State, two teams that are preseason top 10 teams. 
a Minnesota team that has a chance to be good, a Wyoming team that people are nervous about. This schedule is difficult for Iowa. And that's why the wide range is out there, why the negatives I certainly can buy and understand. More talk on that coming up with Rob Howe as we wrap up Big Ten Media Days. Right now, though, let's take a look back at what happened. Some day baseball already underway. Baltimore and Tampa, one nothing that one as they play in the bottom of the fourth inning. The Orioles with the lead and the Reds and Yankees just getting started. Coming up tonight will be the Cubs and the White Sox. A 7 o'clock start after a couple of uh, afternoon games the last two days. And the Twins... They will be in Dodger Stadium for Game 3 of that series and a couple of long, ugly nights for your man TC. Watching the Twinkies fall under 500 for the first time since April. Let's go right now and take a look back at what happened in the world of sports yesterday. In case you missed it, it's presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. If you need a small leak fixed or a complete re-roof job, anything in between, the guys at Wolf Construction can help you today. Let's go to Chicago and let's go to the north side of town, Wrigley Field. Wilson Contreras staying hot. Round ball towards center and through for a hit. Jay around third will score. May not be wide open, but it's open. It's getting a little wider. Potential for more. John Lackey gets the win. After a slow start, he settled in, picks up the victory, his seventh of the year, a 7-2 win for the Cubs yesterday over the White Sox. We go next to the team for most of the season. Uh, the Cubs have been chasing. Now it is a battle. The Brewers trying to end a skid. They do it last night against the Nationals and back-to-back jacks. There's Eric Thames. He's healthy, too, as he hammers one off the facade of the upper deck. In right field, big man going to work in D.C. Whoa. Man, no kidding, huh? The 3-1 pitch. Long run for Goodwin. He's at the track. He looks up, and that one's gone. Manny Pena goes back-to-back with Eric Thane. 8 nothing the score in the victory on the road for the Brewers. They move to 54-48 and on the year. A nice victory against the Nats. Next, we go to the American League. Kansas City stays hot. Danny Duffy with a great start for the Kansas City. And speaking of great starts, here's a way to start off the game. Whit Merrifield crushing the first pitch of the ball game. Three runs with two outs. We are about to find out. As Whit Merrifield jolts it into left center field. Why not? Whit Merrifield. I said before, it sounds like a guy that should be playing in the 1920s. Whit Merrifield, here he is, 11th home run of the season. Another leadoff homer for Kansas City. They stay hot, and they're staying in it. We finished last night, kind of late into the evening, and uh, quite the major league debut for young Harrison Bader of the Cardinals. Harrison Bader. Major League debut tonight, hitless in three plate appearances. Mom, dad, family here. The one-two pitch. Bader hits it down the left field line. His first Major League hit in the bottom of the ninth of a 2-2 game. It's good for extra bases. And it stands as the winning run tonight. He got a fastball up, and he pounded that baby into the left field corner. The corners are drawn in. 
Garcia bunts it to the right side. Perfectly done. Peter to third with one down. Swinging a high pop-up into shallow right. Gonzalez has a big arm. They're going to try it with Bader. Throw to the plate. It's not in time. He's safe. He's safe. A night he'll never forget. Major League debut and scores the game-winning run. Fox Sports Midwest, MLB Network, and KMOX on the call with the Cardinals Radio Network. A 3-2 walk-off win for the Cardinals last night. As they move to two games still under 500, 49 and 51 on the year. That was in case you missed it. Presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. When we come back on the other side, more Hawkeye talk with Rob Howe from HawkeyeNation.com. He'll be here, our first guest of the day, Jimmy B. He stops by at 1 o'clock, 140 Zuba Mahente of ESPN. And then Wolfgang in for the final hour of the program. Busy day today. Again, you can get a hold of me here, 515 264 1700 or on Twitter at Trent Condon. More, back with more from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. It's Jimmy B and TC. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to three. Sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Do you have building projects to be done around the house? My husband and I are going through quite the home renovation. We realize we're always borrowing a trailer from a friend for hauling furniture, picking up building supplies, and trips to the dump, if it was available. We found Lucchese Trailer Sales in Grinnell. Josh showed us all the options Lucchese Trailer Sales had in stock. Cargo, utility, and equipment are just a few. Josh helped us decide which trailer worked best for our needs. Lucchese Trailer Sales in Grinnell had exactly what we were looking for and affordable pricing. Visit Lucchese Trailer Sales and Truck Accessories or call 641-990-2674. I'm glad we went with Casey, and you will be too. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money-back guarantee and here's their best offer ever for a limited time go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code des moines to take advantage of mike's four-pack special you'll get 50 percent off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows and free shipping Get fired up for excellent savings during Menard's Red Hot Sale. Give your garage a fresh look with help from Rust-Oleum. Rock-solid garage floor coating kit is available in gray, tan, or mocha and provides an extreme high-gloss finish. It's 20 times stronger than epoxy, and its one-part system means no mixing or measuring. 
Get Rock Solid Garage Floor Coating Kit for just $99. Now, during Menards Red Hot Sale. Save big money at Menards. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Pro-rated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, non-return, and other facing conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest. But we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. As many of you know, severe weather and hail swept through central Iowa and the Des Moines metro. Wolf Construction was here long before these storms, and will be here long after. We're much more than a pickup and a ladder. Our roofing team is here to serve you for years to come. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Jim Brenson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Back here on a Wednesday, Jimmy B and TC from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. Uh, a lot of Hawkeye talk here today, putting a cap on things of what we found out at Big Ten Media Days. He was over there with HawkeyeNation.com. He is Rob Howe, and he joins us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Rob, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Trent. Well, uh, well first things first, a lot of uh, questions certainly for Kirk Ferentz, but I guess the highlight of things was Kirk Reed Mead tweets, and well, the tweets weren't that mean. No, I didn't find them very mean at all, um, which is probably good for him that yeah. there aren't a lot. A lot of neat tweets out there. I guess the one about him, whatever it was, drafting four punters and three offensive linemen or, or something of that nature was uh, somewhat backhanded, but um, he handled it well. And uh, as I said, it's probably a good sign for him. There aren't a lot of bad. Or I think I saw the one with P.J. Fleck uh, that came out this morning, and those were a little <laughs> a little meaner than the ones that Kirk got. Yeah, a little more mean and uh, I think a little more truthful, too. <laughs> As uh, boy PJ Fleck, so Rob, were you sitting in the room when he took the uh, took the stage yesterday morning? 
I bailed. Uh, I was there Monday for Iowa, and then I got out of Dodge. Um, so, no, I didn't. I uh, I watched the replay of it, um, I think, on big BTN to go or something like that. So, uh, But I've kind of kept an eye on him you know, while he was at Western Michigan and have certainly watched him as he's taken over at Minnesota and gotten you know, involved in uh, going head-to-head a lot of times with Iowa on the recruiting trail. So I uh, – it wasn't anything that um, I, I think out of the ordinary for anybody uh, that's that's watched him uh, over the over the years, and he just got a bigger platform now. Um, and I, I would imagine that he'll continue to use it um, in terms of promoting his program, which is which is something he needs to do. Uh, Minnesota needs to promote that program and, and get their name out there a little bit more so they can compete uh, on a more regular basis and, and maybe win a Big Ten title. Well, Rob, we anticipated it would be Josie Jewell and Sean Welsh making their way to Chicago. Kind of the question would be who the third guy was. It ends up being James uh, Matt Vandenberg, and uh, Vandenberg answering some questions. Two foot surgeries as he uh, underwent with a couple of broken foot. Sound like in the same spot. Uh, how about Vandenberg as he makes his way back on the road to recovery? An important cog certainly at that receiver position. Yeah, we wrote about it in June. Uh, we got him in Iowa City for a bit, um, talking about uh, what he went through uh, with the with the foot. Um, and yeah, basically it was the same cut um, in his route that that caused the problem. Um, and they've kind of zeroed in on that, and hopefully have found ways for him to avoid that going forward. Um, but that said, it is a foot injury, um, and they're tricky. Um, plenty of athletes can can speak to that. Um, and we've seen it as, as fans uh, that they tend to come back. Um, but he's done everything he can. Um, Kirk talked about, you know, using the, the governor on him, so to speak, to use a race car term, that he, um, they're, they're, he, he hasn't been allowed to do a lot this summer. Um, he's getting himself back into shape and, and doing what he can do, and I think they'll ramp it up more as camp goes. But from from all accounts, Trent, it seems like he's on you know the right path to, to recovery and and should be ready to go when the season starts. And uh, he's pretty invaluable when you look at a wide repeat wide wide receiver position that that lacks experience beyond him. He's the only one that's caught a college pass uh, outside of Nick Easley, who's done it at a JUCO, and and potentially um, Matt Quarles, uh, the transfer uh, from New Mexico, who uh, I think they're still waiting for the paperwork on, but. Um, from the people I've spoken to, that should go through as well. So that would give them another experienced receiver. Yeah, Coral's certainly an interesting story, a guy that originally from Missouri. Uh, some pretty good offers coming out of high school, but goes to New Mexico. They're running the triple option with, with Bob Davey down there. Not a whole lot of passes to be caught in that kind of offense. Seems like the kind of mold, though, that could work there. You have to block in the Iowa scheme. you got to be able to make those Akron Wadley 15-yarders into some 60-yarders, and Quarles, at the very least, you'd expect to be able to do that, plus some athleticism to go along with it if he can stay healthy. Yeah, he's solidly built. I think they listed him in the New Mexico media guide, and that was probably from the spring or last fall at 6'1", 190-ish. So he has some size to him, um, and he's played. You know, he, he's he's played division one football for the last two years, albeit, as you said, in a triple option offense. Um, so there'll be a little bit of a learning curve for him, but less of a learning curve than, you know, the true four true freshmen that are coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be more on the, the lines of what Nick Easley was able to do when he came in in January and he was able to hit the ground running. You would, you would expect that from Quarles as well. 
Um, played at the same high school as Marvin McNutt. Uh, Hazelwood Central down in Florissant, Missouri. It's a, it's a, uh, it's been a good program for a lot of years that I was uh, been connected with. Lavar Woods does a good job down there, and he's kind of leading. He he was leading this this, and the kid's smart too. I mean, he's graduating from New Mexico in three years uh, to be able to be a graduate transfer. So he's a graduate transfer that will have two years of eligibility, and that's attractive. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. It's not a, a one-year rental, if you will, and uh, seeing that happen for Iowa, certainly good news. Just waiting the final word there on Quarles. He uh, tries to become an Iowa Hawkeye. With that, over uh, to a couple other things. Sean Welsh, he came out last week, had the press conference with Kirk Ferentz talking about his battle with depression. Was that a, a piece that then kind of was moved to the, the back or with all the other media members there at Media Days? Was that talked a lot of, a lot with Sean Welsh? No, he was he was a very popular uh, player at, at Media Day, and um, you know there were, there were plenty of us from the local media that that were following up with him to see. You know, I asked him kind of you know what type of feedback he's gotten, what's been the reaction. But there were a lot of national and regional reporters that were talking to him uh, for the first time and and putting his story out there. And really, really, Trent, that's that's what he wanted. That's why he bravely came forward and, and spoke about it with us last week to kind of get it out there. Um, and uh, plenty of national media outlets picked up on it then. Um, but he wanted to, to get out there and help people, you know, and, and bring, um, you know, bring attention to, to the illness and, and hopefully get people help that maybe uh, haven't been coming forward for help and showing that, you know, and he talked about it again on uh, Monday, you know, it was hard for him initially because he's he's the tough guy. He's the football player, and, and to admit that that something like this was going on in his life was, you know, something that he denied for for quite some time. And, and he was able to able to to get help and come forward. And he's hoping others will be able to do that. So it was nice to see a, a large group of of media members in in Chicago, uh, you know, gather around him and. and and want you know want to translate and, and tell his story to, to as many people as possible. I think uh, nothing but positives will come from that. Rob, I was a bit surprised that uh, it wasn't an or listed there with the quarterback spot between Nathan Stanley and uh, Tyler Wiegers. He uh, has Stanley at the top there. Ferentz, it sounded like, though, didn't want people to read too much into that. Should we read too much into it? I think you have to read a little, some, at least a little something into it, yeah. Trent. At least I did, and, and I think a lot of folks are. I mean, Stanley was number one in the spring, but, you know, ever since spring, uh, you know, commenced, they were talking about how even the race was and at the end of spring, how, you know, even the race was. And then last Wednesday when we got Kirk, um, how even the race was. And when we talked to, to Ken O'Keefe or, or Brian Ferentz, they've all talked about how, you know, this competition is going to go into August. So I think it surprised a little people, uh, you know, quite a few people that there wasn't an or there. Um, if they are, in fact, dead even, why not make it an or? Um, that leads me to believe that, that, you know, Stanley is the number one guy by how much, you know, probably very little from what we hear from the coaches if he is in front at all. But he is in front at least a little bit. Um, and that gives him somewhat of an advantage going into uh, – you know, it's a camp which starts Sunday. Um, I did ask Kirk on Monday, you know, will they split the number one reps? And he said they have to. So um, I don't know if that means it's going to be an even split, but they're both going to get a chance with that first team. And, uh, you know, if I'm a betting man, my money's on Stanley. Um, but we've seen strange things happen before in the past where guys have emerged in camp and, 
and just taking it and run with it. So I would not count Wiggers out, but um, I think you got to make Stanley the favorite going into camp. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I, I think he's a pretty big favorite after what we saw him do last year in August camp and what he's uh, been able to do, it sounds like maybe this summer at least, gaining a little bit of separation as the depth chart comes out. Rob Ha with HawkeyeNation.com. Joining us right now on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. All right, Rob, over to the defensive side of the ball. Josie Jewell over there doing Josie Jewell things. Uh, that kid, you've covered a lot of Hawkeye players throughout the years on the Hawkeye beat. He's the first ever under Kirk Ferentz's regime to go there two years. Uh, first uh, non-senior to make the trip over to Chicago there for the second year. Anything new from Josie this year? No, nah, he's kind of a seasoned veteran now, Trent. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he, he's He's been, you know, he's been to the rodeo enough times now where um, he just handles himself really uh, maturely at these things um, and is a really good ambassador for the Iowa program. Um, you know, there were reporters that asked him, you know, you know, the, the, the stereotypical stuff about Iowa getting two-star and three-star recruits, which in a lot of cases is true, um, you know, and being underdogs and all that. And he just handles it well. He plays the role. He talks about the culture at Iowa. Um, that's how they win. Um, there, there really isn't a lot that he hides. He's, he's out there for people. Um, and like I said, I, he's just a really good representative. And I'm excited to see what type of senior season he can have. Um, I, I think the sky's the limit for the kid. I think he's got a chance, um, you know, especially after being named second team all Big Ten last year and then being a finalist for the Puckers Award. I think he's got plenty of motivation um, and the ability – uh, with veterans alongside him and Neiman and Bo Bauer, and even Jack Hockaday, uh, you know, has some experience. The experience of that linebacker position, I think, is going to allow them to do even more with Josie. Um, and I, I, I just, I, I foresee a really big senior year for him. Who's the most important player on the front four? AJ Epinesa, not listed there. I think we all anticipate he's going to see some minutes, though, even as a true freshman. When you look at the front four, though. Who's the one guy that steps out the most important for this Hawkeye squad? I think it's got to be somebody on the inside, Trent. And uh, whether that's Nathan Budgeta, who still is working his way back from injury, um, I think he's ultra important just because of his experience at that position where they don't have much else. Um, I think he's vital. Um, and he's still working his way back from a leg injury. Um, and then you need guys like Cedric Lattimore and Brady Reed, probably more Lattimore. Um, he's got a little bit more experience under his belt at that position. Um, he's really got to take a step forward. I mean, we talked about Josie Jewell and the linebackers. They need those tackles to keep, you know, offensive linemen off their linebackers. Um, and that's really that and the secondary are the big question marks. Um, you know, with, with um, Brandon Snyder going down, you know, you got Jake Dravos. How is he going to step in? You got the two students, two new starters at cornerback. There are enough, there are, it's, it's kind of a, an interesting makeup on that defense. You've got either guys that are really experienced, guys with very little experience um and it'll be imagine it'll be a, a matter of how those guys can have that chemistry and how they come together uh as early as they can in the season because they'll be tested in the first two weeks so two really good quarterbacks right out of the gate yeah you got to be ready to go from the opener it's going to be a fun kickoff to the season we still got a little over a month before we get to that point rob before we let you run a uh, little basketball ptl in the books Jack Nungy, the MVP. Did you have that before the uh, PTL began this summer? No, I, I didn't. I would have, my money probably would have been on Tyler Cook. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're one of the veterans. Um, but Nungy certainly earned it. 
Um, he, um, he, lo- he, he looked like a veteran. He looked like he, he had been there before, and that's a great sign for Fran and his coaching staff that you have a kid uh, that's coming in and, and, and gets it and is mature um, and, in addition to that, has a very versatile, skilled game. Um, and I think the same could be said for Luca Garza. Um, you know, I think Nunji uh, probably got the edge because he's a little more consistent and, and his team played a little bit better. But um, I was really impressed with Garza as well. I think they've, they've added two key pieces to a very deep front court already. Um, if they can get consistent and, and, and um, productive backcourt play this year, um, I think they have a chance to, to crawl up into that top portion of the Big Ten. So who's the one that uh, is going to see their minutes cut in that front court? You know, Pe- Pencil- gonna... I'm sorry, go ahead, Trent. Well, you know, Pencil, he's been out this summer. He's been kind of the forgotten guy, but you expect him to be out there. Creener's taking a step forward. Wagner started, what, 22, 23 games last year. They got so many pieces up there. It's it's time to find. It's difficult to find room for everybody. Yeah, and you had Creener really emerge this summer, too, and towards the end of last year, so... Um, the good thing is, Trent, as you can, you know, these things have a tendency to work themselves out one way or another, whether it's injury or, or something else. Um, you certainly don't want that to happen, but it protects mm-hmm. you against that. Um, and then also, uh, the competition and practice, uh, they'll be able to make each other better. Um, and then, and then, you know, thirdly, I would say that, you know, they're all versatile. Um, I, I think they all can play multiple positions. Uh, you can go matchups, uh, depending on who your opponent is who the hot hand is. Um, I think Fran will find a way to get most, if not all, those guys in there, um, but he's going to have to be creative. And, and like you said, it's going to be a matter of how Pencil comes back from injury, you know, how far behind is he. Um, and then, you know, as, as good as Nunji and Garza look this summer, um, they're still a learning curve when it comes to Big Ten basketball. Um, and, and guys like, you know, Cook and Pencil and, and Creener um, and Yule and Bear and all those guys have been through the wars already. We'll have to see what those guys, the new guys, will look like. Uh, you know, when, when the when the tough competition starts and they've got to d up and and get physical and things like that. Rob Howe, HawkeyeNation.com on the Draft House Fifty Hotline. Rob, appreciate your time. We will talk again here in a couple weeks. We'll be very close to football season when we talk next. Yeah, sounds good. It's getting there. Summer's pretty much over. You know, it's, it's a little sad, but I'm also looking forward to the season. It's going to be a fun one. Thanks a lot for your time today, Rob. Thanks, Trent. We'll take the time out here. You know, we were talking with Rob a little bit there about minutes and how to divvy up minutes. Later in the show today, going to get together with Wolfgang. We're going to try to figure that out. We've talked about it throughout the PTL this summer, you know, the minutes for Fran McCaffrey, 13 different guys that he's got to figure out a way to get minutes for. You only get 200 minutes per game. We'll go through that exercise later in the show today, 2 o'clock. Wolfgang will be here. We'll do that with him. Coming back with more on the other side as we roll through. Jimmy B's going to join us to kick off the 1 o'clock hour. He also got Zubin Mahente. He'll be here in hour number two. And your phone calls as well at 515-264-1700. It's a Wednesday. Back with more here in a moment. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, 
specialty roofing and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Here's the scoop on garden soil. Sometimes it needs help from the Home Depot, where bags of miracle Grow garden soil are a special buy, three for just 10 bucks. It improves existing soil with nutrients plants need for stronger roots, so they'll hit the ground running, starting with much better ground. miracle Grow garden soil, three bags, 10 bucks. Now at the number one retailer for Scott's miracle Grow, The Home Depot, more saving, more doing. Ballot through August 2nd, while supplies last, contiguous U.S. only, limit 80 per customer. This is Charles Osgood. Writing job descriptions, sifting through resumes, setting up interviews, hiring is hard. But Indeed.com makes it easier. Post your jobs, manage candidates, schedule interviews, all on Indeed. And since independent research shows Indeed delivers five times more hires than any other job site, easy works. Right now, Indeed is giving new users a $50 credit to post a sponsored job on the world's number one job site. Claim your $50 credit at Indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. The Napa Legend Battery does legendary things, like starting your car when the heat index hits a buck 25, or making sure your AC stays running like a gazelle. And now, when you buy a Napa Legend Battery, you'll get a prepaid Visa card by mail worth $15. $15 back and a new battery? That's not just legendary, that's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, offer expires 731 17. Get to JCPenney for Black Friday in July. This Friday and Saturday only, find spotlight deals at Black Friday prices, like 60% off select Arizona jeans, uniforms, total girl and exertion apparel, and much more. Plus, this is the only time of the year you can stack on your coupon and save an extra $10 on top of Black Friday prices. This won't happen again, so hurry. Black Friday in July and Saturday. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. Coupon ballot 726 729 on select items in store and at jcp.com. Some exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Dave Ramsey talking about your money and your life. This is a show where we take more calls than any other talk show in North America. The reason is, is we talk about you right in front of you every day. So thanks for being here. The Dave Ramsey Show on the big talker. 1700 KBGG. Count it down. Let's hear a great debt-free scream. Right. Three, two, one. I'm debt-free! Yeah! Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation, 515-262-STAR. 
Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Trent Cotton and running solo today, though we got Jimmy B stopping by a little bit later on in the program today. Uh, taking a look over at the state baseball tournament over at Principal Park, the rain slowed things down just a little bit. An 80-minute rain delay earlier today, Waukee and Cedar Rapids Prairie. Uh, getting underway with the first quarterfinal in the Class 4A portion of the tournament. Uh, that one is tied up. No score between the Waukee Warriors and the defending champion, Cedar Rapids Prairie Hawks. Uh, no score as they play in the second inning of that one. Coming up later today, uh, push back a little bit. Johnston fans, your top-ranked Dragons. Uh, that game's been moved back to about 2.45, the estimated start time. After that, it'll be Cedar Rapids-Washington against Iowa City West. And then the nightcap tonight, it'll be Mason City against Dowling Catholic and all CIML battle, the Mohawks and the Maroons. Uh, they say 7.30 for that one. Have a feeling with the rain today, it's going to be a little bit later on. Speaking of state baseball, as uh, people that follow the program know, one of my favorite things to cover, uh, do high school football. We got football coming up this fall. Looking forward to that. In fact, we're uh, just about a month away from the kickoff of the football season. That is scary to think about that we're getting that close. But baseball, basketball, softball, I've done a little bit of everything. But there's just something about baseball in the summertime here in the state of Iowa. We do it right. Every other state in the U.S., they play during the springtime. Us in the upper Midwest. Can you imagine living in Minnesota and playing your baseball season? During February and March, like they do it up there, it doesn't make a lick of sense. We have it right, at least in my estimation. But one thing that comes up every year, it doesn't matter if it's baseball or softball or soccer or volleyball, football, whatever it is, is the, the difference between your public schools and the parochial schools. And it is coming out once again this year with the baseball brackets. So you go and you take a look at Class 1A. Mason City Newman, parochial school, beats Caminita. Remsen St. Mary's, parochial school, beats Linmar. Martinsdale St. Mary's and Hudson, two public schools. Well, I can't complain about that. Same for the Akron-Westfield-Lisbon game in Class 1A. But two parochial schools make it. They both win in the opening round. You go to Class 2A. Winners include Iowa City-Regina, Dyersville-Beckman-Catholic, Carol Kemper Catholic. Are we coming up with a theme? Let's go to 3A. Davenport Assumption. Dubuque Wallard. Sioux City Bishop Heelan. You get my grift? Yeah. The parochial schools once again dominating at the state baseball tournament. People love to point out 
the side of, well, these guys, you know what they're doing? They're recruiting. Well, let's be honest. Recruiting happens at public schools also. If you don't believe that the high levels of whatever sport you're talking about, that they don't recruit in different capacities, you're completely wrong. It's really not the recruiting portion, though that is a piece of it. But it's families making the decision, if you have a good baseball kid, you got a kid growing up and you see a great program, well, where are you going to send them? You know, more likely you're going to send them to that place if you have the financial means to do it. That's going to give him a chance to succeed in baseball and maybe even have a chance to playing at the next level. That's what you're going to do. It's an argument. I get it. I understand it. I've been on both sides of the debate as well. Any more, though, as I've seen what happens from both sides, I just don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't think there's anything that can be done here in Iowa to change the way that it is. For me, in the past, I, I brought up the multiplier, and that is what the state of Illinois uses, where you take your enrollment and then you multiply it by one and a half. So say you have 200 students, the multiplier makes your actual enrollment then 300, and it might bump you up a class, and it goes higher as it goes on. But here in our state, we don't have the same number of parochial schools. In fact, that number is incredibly low. I just don't think it would matter. I don't think it would increase that much. I don't think you'd see a whole lot of difference. Are you telling me that Mason City Newman, if they had to play up a class and they had to play at the 2A level, they wouldn't be very good? I don't think so. Davenport assumption. If they had to play at the 4A level instead of 3A, that they wouldn't be good year after year? I don't believe that. And what do you do with Dowling Catholic, and especially football? Well, you can't give them their own class. They're already in the highest class. What else are you going to do? Kind of stuck the way that it is. We can complain. We can argue. We can bicker back and forth about the recruiting practices of one side or the other. But it is what it is. What it is, enjoy it for what it is. Good baseball. Summer baseball. Don't hate on the kids. Don't hate on the programs. Just go down there and enjoy the baseball down at Principal Park. Jimmy B comes back with us on the other side. It's a Wednesday here on the Big Talker 1700. We'll talk with Brinson. We got Zuba Mahente stopping by as well. And Wolfgang all to come back here in a moment. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. This is a test of the emergency alerts.
gentlemen, JCPenney is celebrating Black Friday in July. This Friday and Saturday, save with amazing spotlight deals at Black Friday prices, like up to 60% off brands like Stafford, J. Farrar, Foundry, and more, including big and tall sizes. And select items like $7.99 St. John's Bay polos and shorts for $9.99. Plus, this is the only time of the year you can stack on your coupon and save an extra $10 on top of Black Friday prices. Hurry, and Saturday. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. Coupon valid 726 to 729 and select items in store and at jcp.com. Some exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. We alarm our houses and we alarm our cars. But when it comes to your personal information, it can be tough to know when something isn't right. That's where Discover Card can help. Now, we'll send you an alert if we find your social security number on any one of thousands of risky websites. And this service is free for card members. Just sign up online. It's our way of looking out for you, not just your account. Learn more at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations apply. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation, 515-262-STAR. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Dave Ramsey talking about your money and your life. You can do this. You know, that really is the message. Whether you've got $270,000 in student loan debt or $27,000, whether you've got a $50,000 income or a $500,000 income. Dave Ramsey, weekdays 9 till noon, sponsored by Mediacom Careers. Count it down. Three, two, one. on the news about that five-year-old who found his uncle's gun. The kid didn't know it was loaded. I heard on the news about that 14-year-old girl who was bullied online. For like a year, she couldn't take it anymore, so she got her dad's gun from his nightstand. I heard on the news about that guy who broke into someone's house, stole a gun from the hall closet. He accidentally shot his cousin in the head. She killed herself. And later, killed the owner of the store he was trying to rob. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance. 1700 KBGG, Des Moines, Accumulus Station, big news. My name is Sharzad Kiade. I'm a Gemini Pescatarian, a mom of two wild little boys. I'm Susan Yara. I'm a mom of two also. This morning, I went to the bathroom alone. I woke up at five, put my boob in her mouth, and then she took a dump. Because that's what she uses me for. <laughs> that's what you're going to hear a lot of our stories and experiences in our crazy journeys to motherhood. It's fam- for all moms, not for all dads, not fathers and moms, for all moms. It's going to be good all time. You guys are going to want to stick around. Promise. So subscribe. 